Mindset Athlete Podcast, and I'm your host, James Roberts. I'm a two-time Paralympian and owner of James Robert Fitness, which is an online training, nutrition, and mindset coaching business. First of all, I'd like to thank Lauren Williams for suggesting this quote to the show. An athlete is a mindset. It's how you prepare, think, and execute. Not because of some elite status or physical stature. Anybody can be an athlete. By Chris Hart. And each week on the Mindset Athlete, we like to bring you inspirational athletes, a message, or experts talking about human optimization to teach you how to change your perception of your mindset and become 1% better. And on today's show, I've got Dewey Jones. He's the owner of Results Driven Methods. Over the last five years, he's helped hundreds of women transform their mind and bodies so that they can feel more confident, look amazing, live a healthier and healthier active lifestyle, which they've strived for and deserve. Imagine what you, what you could get the body. Imagine if you could get the body of your dreams without spending hours in the gym and doing a crazy diet whilst at the same time changing the way you feel about yourself so you're less self-conscious and full of confidence. So welcome on to the show, Dewey. Hey, thanks for having me, James. Oh, the pleasure is absolutely all mine. So if we go into a little bit of a backstory for for the audience, obviously I've known you for for quite a number of years. And obviously before you became a transformational coach, you were in the military. So how, how has being in the armed forces helped to create and mold obviously that, that that element that we talked about in the introduction all right um so i'll start back from when i was 16 that's right i've got back to 32 now uh so i always wanted to join the army sort of a, a dream you know playing with guns and, and all that sort of stuff and you know being on adventures as, as a little boy so as soon as i could i joined when i was 16 um, and they, they throw you right in it. They, they teach you how to shave, how to wash, uh, you know, basic how to clean your teeth properly right from the beginning. There's a bit of a shock at first, uh, the, the discipline side of things, but it, it helps get you into a routine. So I joined when I was 16, uh, posted to Cyprus, the free tours of Afghanistan, um, all, all slightly different tours when I was there. And then in 2012, I got kicked out of the army, uh, uh, and my life was in a bit of a mess when I got kicked out. Um, but thankfully, due to being fit in the army, doing fitness regularly in the army, that sort of kept my kept me sane. You know, stopped me from going down that spiral of depression. Um, and it, I can honestly, hand on heart, say exercise was my saviour during that time. Um, and I knew I was getting kicked out, so I thought, sort of explored my options. I was like, okay, so what's going to what, what do I like doing? What am I good at? I was an infantry soldier, so I was like, well, I can't fire weapons like on Civvy Street. Uh, so what's, what's going to be the choice? I was like, well, I love fitness. It, it's getting me through this hard time. And we're like, now, why not? I've got myself fit. Why not help other people get fit? And it sort of spiraled from, from there. And this is something, and I don't know if you've seen the video that uh, Rich Wellington did on, in terms of dealing with the hardship of this i'll call it more less so hardship a challenge of the the time we find ourselves in as as a civilization because obviously multiple countries have affected during the lockdown do you think being in the military 
and obviously he 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 thinks it is, and you being even probably younger than he was when he went in, and I'm only hazarding a guess that he didn't go in at sixteen. Do you think it gives you the military kind of brainwashes you to think in a certain way that in terms of you can do you can do anything and anything you put your mind to it because they've kind of get you to indoctrinate into everybody looks the same way and thinks the same way. So they act actively work as a unit. Yeah. It, it kind of gives you this sounds weird. Obviously I've changed a lot since I've left the army, but this is just my personal opinion. It kind of gives you a bit of an ego that you're better than everyone else. Like you know, we used to go out when we were younger, 18, 19, 20, you know, you've been to war. You know, it's like we're more disciplined. We get up early in the morning. We do this. We do that. We're, we're better people. So it kind of gives you the ego in that sense. If, if that makes if that makes sense. And mm. um, obviously, I've got the ego as much now. And uh, walk around thinking I'm better than everyone else. But yeah, especially on this lockdown, it's it, it just puts life into perspective. So, for example, I remember I did one operation in like a mission in Afghanistan, we got told we were going to be out on the, on the ground for 24 hours, we're given water and rations, rations, water, ammo, no spare socks, nothing, just just what we needed to do the job, um, go and, you know, find and destroy the Taliban. And we ended up being on the ground for three, three weeks, you know, fighting on the rooftops, uh, li- living in compounds, you know, inside four walls, uh, with a, a tarpaulin as a bit of shelter from the sun. And, you know, we had no music, no iPads, no iPods, laptops. All we had literally was each other's company. Um, and our job was just to survive every day. Fight the Taliban, not get hit, <laughs> drink our water, uh, eat our rations. And, we, you know, we'd get supply, resupplied with water and rations. And it, it puts so much into perspective when you go into the supermarkets and there's maybe not bread or eggs or meat or whatever you're looking for that day. And you just come home and see what's in the fridge and, you know, We'd put rations together, make our own meals. We'd buy flour off the locals. We could make our own bread. Um, I remember one of the Fijian lads, he, he killed a chicken one day, so we had a chicken. Um, and we had this canal close to our, to our camp as well, which we, uh, this is on a, on a different tour now. On a different tour, we had this, this canal that ran close to our camp. We had a checkpoint there. So again, one of the Fijian lads, um, he used to fish there, so we used to get like fresh fish from out the canal and, and go, uh, try and make our own batter. So it puts life into perspective when you've been in that war zone or in conflict and you're right back to basics and essentials to like the luxuries we have at home. You know, we've got Netflix, we've got the internet, we've got social media, our fingers, we've got all these apps on our phones, we've got books, we can do stuff in the garden, do stuff for our kids and stuff like that. So it does put a lot of it into perspective. Do you think that has prepared you then more so than if you were a civilian and, in that previous lifestyle yeah for sure like i'm still a big kid at heart but it makes you grow up very very quickly and um, be 18 in a war zone um, you've got to grow up you know people's lives are at risk so yeah i think it has probably prepared me mentally and um, you know i'm actually loving this lockdown <laughs> I'm loving going right back to basics. I've got into garden and stuff like that. So, yeah, and it makes you really appreciate everything you've got in life. You know, you're not going to be cold at night. You've got rid of water coming from out the taps. You're not drinking warm water out of a bottle. So, yeah, definitely, even though it was eight years ago I got the army, like, if I look at the skills or the mindset I developed then, it's definitely transferable 
to our, our current situation um, where we're all on lockdown and not able to go out of our houses. And obviously from, from that perspective, you're talking about lockdown, Derek. Do you think it's because of, and I'm going to generalize with this, this sentiment now a little bit, most people are not at one with themselves and i'm talking about you know self-esteem self-confidence um they're always looking externally through either to get self-love or to distract themselves from their own thoughts and obviously now with that you're not be it if you are home alone and you don't have be a girlfriend boyfriend parents etc that's obviously in the household it's going to be more challenging because you are depending on the person because i've seen different posts depending on the individual on, on social media but some dealing with having to deal with boredom which i find very easy that's that that's you just need to structure your day versus probably i've even seen another pt post he was struggling with the other end of the spectrum of you know your down days where you emotionally uh, are dealing with probably negative thoughts and, and things of that nature. So what what do you think? Coming back to my point, do you think that is some of the reasons as to why some people find that difficulty with themselves? Yeah, I think that could come to people's goals and values. Uh, so, for example, if you if, if you are lonely, okay, and you're by yourself, isolating by yourself, and and one of your goals, you've been single for a long time, and one of your goals is to, you know, I want a boyfriend, I want a girlfriend, I just want to be in love, and you've seen all your friends getting married and having kids and that. That could easily make you feel depressed, lonely, you know, other negative emotions coming in, your self-worth feel low and that. But that's the goal. But what, what are you going to value from that goal? The goal, thing you're going to value from that goal is, is love. So you can be more self-loving to yourself. Like reading a book, you know, be sensual, you know, and having a bath. And even yourself and you know women they can read erotic books and stuff like that to to, to get that need so it's it's all about fulfilling that that whole that, that whole world fulfilling that, that values and if you focus on your values instead of the goal and i think people feeling low and feeling like that can change it like that or you know change it very 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 quickly another what? example maybe, go on keep going keep going yeah another example you know most people want to be rich, right? They want to be rich, they want money. Okay, and they think they'll only be happy once they've got a certain amount of money, maybe they're hitting 10 grand a month or 100 grand a year, whatever. But what are they going to be able to do when they get that money? Maybe they want to, you know, get rich so they can travel the world, relax on beaches and taste exotic food and that. So that's their values, is to relax, chill out, eat, eat exotic food, but you can do that already. You know, you can go and travel maybe on a budget and still relax on the beach. You can eat exotic foods by cooking it yourself or going to, you know, different restaurants if, if they were open. Okay. Um, and trying different cuisines. So people are always go, 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 go. And it's in their job. They're like, oh, I need to do this. I need to do this. Go, go, go. The goal's driven. And if you replace the goal's driven to being value driven and your values, maybe your values, you love being happy, relaxing, spending time with your kids. And then you're going to be fulfilled very quickly instead of, waiting for my next thing because people are always waiting and you, you know yourself James you know I, I know you're very driven 
you probably experienced it in your, your time as an athlete, you know, you, you reach your goal and it's like, right, what's next? What goal next? What goal next? What goal next? Well, I could be honest with you. I, I, I am, be it for one reason or another, and, 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 and be it oh, even speaking to people locally to me in North Wales, uh, obviously you are as well, um, I, I found a tendency that I've switched off the, the, the news is gone because it's not, there's nothing very much upbeat or positive about it. It's like, yep, that can go because it's like, I don't particularly want to see, uh, be either be emotionally drained or feel depressed because of obviously them focusing on the amount of people that are dying on a daily basis. And I think when you do look at it rationally, and I know I, I, I do, my, my thoughts to go out to the people that obviously lost a loved one because ultimately you don't want to be in that position yourself. But when be it other coaches, uh, professionals and, and like keynote speakers kind of say, well, if you looked at it on a rational side, people are dying every day, not just from this virus, but every, even, even last year, people were dying every you you still went about your day but because it's something new and the media has jumped on it wholeheartedly and has not really talked really talk about anything else you can go into that rabbit hole of what you talk you kind of spiral but i think where be it the the content that you consume you can come out the other side and you can start building that positivity that you talked about and be it instead of being goal orientated. I talk, I'll talk a bit about from you know, like a time perspective as, Oh, I want to go back to normality. Some people on social media, I can't wait to go back to normal normality. I, I've got fed up of this, this situation. And obviously those are very much, if you agree, goal oriented, whereas versus, doing what you talked about being value oriented it's an opportunity to stop slow down learn a new skill acquire it um reestablish something that you did as a child or uh, earlier in your life and be able to improve upon it or or maximize that potential of well and you and I both with it, with it, with it, and, and be it even if fitness professionals are, are listening to this as well. The excuse, one of the excuses that we always hear is, I haven't got the time to do something. That excuse is no longer valid at this moment. It's you, if you put that, I'm not going to say an excuse, if you put that barrier in place or that adversity right now, you're burdening yourself because it's like, uh, I think I have seen people say, my day is going elongated i'm thinking how i i i i could go a space of hours doing work and it and it goes it's like i i don't i don't i'm not as opinionated now as i probably was before lockdown it's like okay i've not, not maybe not got done everything i don't even have a to-do list now i just say this is what i gotta do today and that's it and then it's like have a have a, a sense of gratitude or accomplishment that i've achieved that today and it's like well well done you've done that and you've gone out and served other people be it okay this show's not going to come out straight away but you are serving a greater good and that's and i was listening to uh lewis house's podcast 
and I think it's from a couple of weeks ago, yesterday, in terms of how can you be more uplifting to yourself, it was having gratitude and serving other people. So I'm thinking from our perspective, it's it's quite fulfilling to be able to be at the front of your your tribe or your pack and kind of say, well, follow me. Whatever's going out on out on the outside of your your household, it's gonna carry on. But try and stay in the right frame of mind. So it's it's I think what you talk about, I think you need to be grounded in in, in the values. And I think it's a great point that you, you say to fix it. Because I think as a society, most, if not all, if at least not ninety-nine percent of the population were very goal driven. I think I, and that's where I've reached out to other coaches and I'm and I'm not ashamed to say this. And kind of said, Well, I'm struggling with the lockdown. More so when I'm having to, you know, totally switch off and go to sleep. That's when um, I have found it challenging to be able to do it. Obviously, I'm sleeping, but the sleeping pattern is all over the shop. So I think I'm giving myself an allowance to, okay, you're not sleeping the regular eight hours that historically we've said we must have and I, and I did a show completely on that uh years and years ago uh episode seven if you want to check that out uh that's probably the most popular one i've got on the uh, improving sleep and he talks about all the myths that, that are out there in terms of like debunking loads of things that people kind of say well i need to do this in terms of to get maximize my sleeping so i think from that basis for me it's flipping the script on, well, okay, instead of playing the victim and being in this herd mentality of what the media has created, let me kind of, and I'll take this one from what my dad told me uh, last year, is you can come to my front door, but I'm going inside and you're not coming in. I'm locking the door. So it's like virtually like your mind. It's like you can come to, to the to the uh figuratively to the front of my face but you're not coming inside my head and i think if people can wrap their head around it's not easy to do but if you can metaphorically see it as something physical as yeah um people we're not allowed to social socialize with people outside our own households you did the same thing with your mind you'd be in a better position so i i know i i it's 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 difficult because coming back to on this and I'll, and I'll let get your point on it. We don't see the mind as a muscle because we can't see it. But I think when people can get their head around us, you can, um, I can't remember the word, the plasticity of it, you can improve upon. It's You're never based on your age, ability. As long as you want to improve it, you can change it. Yeah. I've got like two views on that. Um, like your mindset and lockdown and being goals by driven and and then on the other hand like doing nothing at the same time and just chilling out watching Netflix and uh, I've been saying the thing to, same thing to my clients it's now is the perfect time to get your mindset and your body in the best shape of the life because like you said we don't you know the biggest excuse we hear as coaches I don't have time now we've got more time on our hands more than ever 
And for people that are goal driven, there is a brilliant time to focus on our mindset, to to focus on our health, to focus on our fitness. We 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 have the time, and I'm one of these people that I've always got to be doing something. Like go go go. It's like right, I've done my work for the money. What can I do? Right, I can go and do this in the garden. I can go and pick this. I can go and top this up, or I can go and plant this. And I've been getting into gardening during this lockdown, and I've I've always got to be busy. I've always got to do something. And uh, but then, you know, during, there's been a few days during this lockdown where I haven't done nothing, where I've just lied on the sofa, watched Netflix all day, or I've sat in the garden all day, or I've you know, just gone for a bike ride or a walk or something like that. And I think it's important to have that as well. And, um, you know, for some people that I've got very, jobs that are very high driven and demanding, and, you know, they're, they're leaving the house at eight, they're coming back home at eight o'clock at night. And then I think for them, it's it's important to just let their, and mind recharging for some people having a, a duvet day or a fuck it day I call it okay when you just get the duvet um, and, and just watch films all day and need junk it, it's needed and obviously some people are gonna do that for two three days or you know the whole three three four five months how long it's gonna be um, so yeah I just think it depends on the on the type of person but we're definitely gonna stand uh, guard with, with our mindset and not let all this junk from the media and I'll be honest I'm watching the news sort of every three or four days and I just want to sort of want to see where we're at and the government guidelines you can see all the stuff on social media but it's, it's all people's opinions right and but I want to see what the government's saying you know where we can go what we can't do but it goes back to you know going back to your front door and locking it and one saying I say to my clients all the time is you know you wouldn't let me come into your living room and, and throw like you know get the rubbish out the bins and throw rubbish all in your living room you'd you're mental at me, you'd shout at me, you'd tell me to clean it up, whatever. Um, so why let people and, and other things get into your head, you know, like like the media or you know, negative friends and social media? You, you know, you haven't got to delete them. You can just click on them and see, uh, I don't see their posts, all right, so you don't upset them. So, yeah, that's like sort of my opinion or my views on that is, yeah, use this time. You can start something new. I've started playing the bass again. I've started gardening. But at the same time, you know, have them, Fuck it, days in between, um, or you know, if you need a, a bit more time to to rest, and, and have a few, uh, have it, have it gone for two or three days. But the most important thing I've been saying to my my clients and for myself, it's all about routine. I think at this these times, you know, try and just try and at least get up at the same time every day and go to bed at the same time every night. Um, and you know, there's been a few days where it's turned into two or three days where I've slipped out of my routine where. I haven't got up in the morning early and I've, I've got up, you know, nine, 10 o'clock, which is late for me. And, or I've stayed up past 12 watching a film or just chilling out on the sofa. And it, it kind of has a knock on effect for the rest of the day. My mood's not good. You know, I can lose my temper really easy. Um, I'm not as happy as I, as I normally am. So I think routine is the key. If you just, just get that, go to bed at the same time, go to sleep at the same time and, you know, fill, fill the rest of the day. And, um, but I think you get into a routine it'll help you stay focused and that definitely comes back from the army you know we used to wake up at the same time every day we used to sort of depending on patrols and stuff like that we were out in Afghanistan um, sort of go to bed at the same time every, uh, every night so and you mentioned on. a point one as well there Dowie with, with um, obviously your fuck it days but what is the downside of doing it because obviously if somebody is not as disciplined or has implemented and i even seen i've seen it with people in within my groups 
they've only implemented or looking to change now. And we are now, what is it, four, five, six weeks into this in the UK and minor, be it in America as well. So they're slightly behind. And you're thinking, what is your take on if if somebody is either, and I've done it as a video already, but I'll get your opinion on it. If they're eating too much, eating too often, or going into like let's let's fuck it and just go i'm gonna have just completely go not go off the rails but completely relax and get my dopamine and my endorphins from food just to make me feel better yeah you know i've I've been guilty myself of binging a little bit the last sort of three four weeks and i think after a while you sort of get bored you're like shit what am i doing i need to do something here and it's hard to get out of that that habit if it's gone on for three or four more days and like I said, I'll be totally honest on this. I'm not going to lie about stuff. I'm, you know, some coaches pretend they're perfect all the time, right? Uh, which we all know is lies. But yeah, um, I think like last week, me and, me and my wife, we just ended up having like a bag of sweets, you know, the big share bags, uh, just at the end of the night, nine o'clock at night, watching TV. And it's like, right, this has got to stop. Like we're eating sweets and you need to have a bag of sweets and you can go get a bar of chocolates. It's right, no sweets right in the evenings. That's just, you know, treat ourselves, treat ourselves on the weekend. So, my biggest tip, my biggest advice is just try and change one thing. You know, don't try and change every meal. Don't try and change every snack. You know, if it's you're drinking fizzy pop and cups of tea every day, you know, you're having 10 of them, just just change my water. Just focus, right, this week I'm going to drink water for the rest of the week. Next week, all right, I've noticed I'm drinking in the evening most nights. I'm going to just have a drink on the weekend. Or, right, I'm just going to add some green veggies in. I'm going to add in some extra protein. So instead of trying to, fight old habits or then 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 things becoming habits instead just focus on building one or two at a time and if you try to change everything the brain gets overwhelmed and uh before you know what you're giving up after two or three days the willpower's gone do you think that that is why there's been a tendency of a drop-off and i'm talking about you know joe wicks's pe thing for the nation do you think that is why for one reason or another that overwhelm of doing it five days a week for what we now say five weeks has kind of become draining for, for people that are a little bit unaccustomed to yeah. exercising for that period amount of time yeah, on a def- routinely basis. There's, there's two things there. Like one is, like I said, if you've done no exercise at all and you're going to five days a week, then uh, you, you're changing too much at once. And the second thing is, it's like, I'm sure when people, you know, start a new program or diet or whatever, they get excited really, really quickly, right? In, in, the, in the first two weeks, they're, they're mad for it. They stick to it. They're, they're, they're trading every day. They're eating super healthy. They're prepping their meals. But then it's, it's too much. Can they, can they sustain that lifestyle for, for the rest of their life? However, if you just focus on just changing just something simple like your water and you focus just on that one thing, that's going to be easy to stay consistent. And that's something you could do the rest of your life. Does that make well, sense? I'll be honest to people as well. It's like I've come from a lifestyle that was that, and I was training six days a week. I haven't done that for about eight years. So for even for this, that having your daily exercise as a form of release from the outside, I'm not. I'm not doing it all the time. Um, but like you say, I'm. I'm not. I've not come from. I wasn't doing zero, but I, I did have a point where I kind of had a meltdown because 
all my sport was cancelled on the basis of, um, I think more rationally now, it's obviously for the safety of the greater population. So it's like, I need to get off my high horse and get out my ego, get the, get out the way. And it's like, yes, it's un, it's unfortunate. It's an inconvenience uh, that I'm no longer to to be able to do something that I identify with a portion of, I'm not going to say it's my identity, a, a, a portion of who I am on the outside world. I, I, I don't define sport as me. And that's why I was very much, and I, and being a proud Welshman, the same with you, I was not happy with the, the Welsh rugby union, wanted to play a Six Nations game when it was virtually the result didn't really matter whatsoever. So you're thinking sport is not more important than life. I probably would have disagreed with that a couple, probably a couple of years ago as an athlete, because like what it was my life. But, and I do, my heart goes out to obviously those guys in preparations for the Olympics and Paralympics, because it's kind of, it's unprecedented to be able to, to, kind of the carpet being pulled out from under you and you prepare for for so long but i think even for them they can see the magnitude of this 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 has never been seen before and people's wellness and lives it kind of puts things in perspective obviously coming back to what you said with values hopefully there is a shift in uh perspective of what we deem as of value, be it, you know, the, this social media uh, phenomenon um, and, you know, the quick fix of people becoming famous off the back of, you know, reality. If there's a shift from that towards, you know, people being heroic in terms of, you know, our police, military, uh, the NHS, obviously the healthcare system for be outside outside of the UK, uh, the fire service, um, and I'm going to forget somebody here. But you know that the, the key workers at this time, this is what makes society work. Whereas, where um, and I'm quite I'm quite happy to bash where I've come from, be it you know sportsmen, musicians, celebrities, didn't didn't they they aren't really role models. It's, it's, yes, it's, it's something to, I wouldn't say to look up to, I would say to probably replicate, but in, in your own fashion and do it from that basis. Whereas the real models uh, are your family and people that I talked about. Those are the people I think that hopefully there's a shift. I've obviously changed that because I'm, I'm quite happy to, throw myself under the bus in terms of I don't want to be a a person's motivation or inspiration I want to be a vehicle for you to see well you can see what you are capable of I don't want you to be a carbon copy of me because I don't want to be I don't want to be having a robot (laughs) and and these key workers like you said supermarket workers NHS workers doctors nurses firemen police workers all them They've got, they're the ones with real lifestyles, you know, they're, 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 and, and when we go back to reality, you know, they're, they're working a job, they're serving others, but this, you know, they're still trying to be fit. They're still trying to be healthy. And it's all about doing what works in your lifestyle. And you go back to 
my God, a year ago for like six years and straight Monday to Friday religiously and used to beast myself where I'd end up on the floor in a pile of sweat, breathing heavy, you know, CrossFit style workouts. Um, but now my, my life has changed so much. I've, I'm a married man. I've got two stepchildren. I can't leave the house at half six to go to the, the gym. My wife's a nurse. So, you know, she leaves in the morning for work. So I help out in the morning here. And it's just all about doing what fits in your lifestyle. So, you, you know, you, like you said, you, you used to obviously train, obviously with your teams and stuff like that. You, you can't do that. And obviously you're probably looking at what else works for you. Like sometimes for me, a, a walk up in the hills mm. or, or whatever with the kids, that's, that's that's my exercise for the day. It's just what I can fit in that day. I'm going to, or, or wrestling with the kids. My, my stepkids love to wrestle. And I've got tops off and I'm doing all like the WFF like stuff with them. And uh, God, I, I sweat so much and uh, after about 20 minutes of doing that, I'm like, time out kids. Like, and that's my exercise. I'll count that as my exercise for the day. Um, so yeah, I think looking towards the, these key workers and people are serving on the front line right now and how they're managing their lifestyles and how they're fitting in their workouts is something we can probably take away and put into our own lives once this is all over. Instead of being like, you know, I've been obsessed with fitness and that was my identity. And I used to think I had to be in really good shape and stuff like that and so people had listened to me. Um, and, and, you know, come across as this fitness nut, nut job that was doing these mad challenges or races or CrossFit workouts or whatever and be portrayed as that so people listen to me. But it's not. We can still help people. Um, you know, you just got to know a little bit more than the person that you're helping. Well, I would say in this time, and I think you, you mentioned, that you know, the rich man, poor man thing. I think now everybody's on an equal footing. It doesn't matter what business you're in, your background, uh, your your race, your creed, your religion, sexual preference and things like that. Everybody's the same. Everybody in terms of dependent on where you're living country-wise, obviously there's going to be slight differences on what you can and cannot do based on those government guidelines. But in terms of, from a mindset perspective, coming back to the, 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 the core root of what we're talking about, you know, the positivity, the sky's the limit. Obviously, if you are in a dark place and either struggling to deal with this current situation, obviously goes the first thing that you need to do, and you and I are both attest to with dealing with mental health, the greatest thing that you can do is to seek help that's still an achievement in itself to do, to be aware that you have an, you have a problem or you are dealing, or should, 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 should word it slightly different. You have an issue that can tip you either way. You can either recover from it or it can spiral slightly into a worst case scenario. But that's the, the first thing to do is, is, is not to be stubborn where I think probably you would probably attest to when you were younger from a military perspective, you would probably, and, and for me, from an athlete perspective, it was, okay, I'm going to prove you wrong. So it's a stubbornness to kind of think, well, I, I know best. I'm going to plow on where, where, where I think with the mental health, and I think because it's become more mainstream and it probably will become more and more, more it's, it's for now because people are looking at it from, adults uh the elderly i seen a nspcc advert this morning 
on the television about kids and and young and I didn't even think of the perspective. It's like, okay, they're dealing with themselves, even if they have parents, siblings, uh, they might live in a household that the communication between the family is is not the best. So they're not able to have that social networking that they're accustomed to. And it's the same across the board for, I think, everybody. But I think we live in an, in an era now, and I'm normal one for knocking social media, whereas now, be it, you know, Facebook, um, um, live chat, or what, I can't think what it's called, Zoom, Microsoft um, Teams, uh, Skype, there's still ways of connecting with people. It's just a little bit more weird in terms of you and I are technically in the same room, but I can't see below your chest. And I think if we can get our head round as this is a new normal, I think it's easier than obviously than, than a regular phone call because you were able to pick up subtle mannerisms. I'm not going to say complete everything of your body language or the, the person that you're speaking to, but it's a plus. So it's, it's, I think it's looking at it to use and go a step further. What we talk about, you know, locking the, the door behind you when you come in the house, this is a controllable. You reaching out to other individuals, if you're not able to manage your current situation, or you just want to keep up a sense of normality it's a hell of a lot easier than it would have been, say, when you and I were kids, be it yeah. 20 years ago. And, and, and people I've talked about, you know, not the Nokia uh, 3310, um, dial-up internet. So in, in terms of looking at it from a positive perspective, it couldn't have happened, and I'm going to say it, even even though people want, some people might not like this, it's, a great, it's the greatest time it could have happened because if it happened 10, 20 years ago, communication would have been a little bit more difficult and, and, and being able to uh, keep social distancing, but still being able to be in, in connection with other people. Yeah, I remember uh, running down to the phone box as a kid with 20p. <laughs> no one uses phone boxes these days. Uh, 20p, about, about 500 meters away from where I live. Uh, but no, definitely, I, and I agree with that. Like the best thing, like if anyone's listening to this and they're, they're struggling with their mental health, the best thing you can do is, is, is speak to someone. It doesn't have to be a professional. It doesn't have to be a coach. Um, you know, just speak to your best friend. And like one of the best things I've ever done in my life, like in terms of mental health, is seeing a therapist. Uh, God, it was a powerful session. Never cried so much in all my life in three hours. And um, but like now, like not now, but like more recent, if, if I'm having a bad day, I've got a friend who's been through similar experiences to me, um, you know, suffers from PTSD and stuff. And then if I'm having a rubbish day, I'll just text and say, I'm in a shit day, bro. And uh, we'll just talk about it. And for me to realize that someone's sort of thinking the same way as me or been through the same experiences, I don't sound like a crazy man. I don't sound mental. Uh, cause some of the things I used to think about or do, I think, oh, this is mental, this is crazy. I'm a psychopath, but I'm not. It's, it's it's normal. And you know, one of the things I was speaking to him about was like I was saying, "Hey, I feel like a bit of a fraud at, at times." You know, I, I struggle with my own mental health, but then I'm helping improve so many, and I've got so many amazing testimonials. But some days I struggle myself, and 
fucking like off the rails. And he's like, don't worry about it. He's like, you're still helping them people. It's still your job to help them people. That's your job. And like, if you're having a bad day, it doesn't matter if you're helping other people. That's, that's your job and that's what you're doing. And you're good at it and you've helped all these people. So again, that's one thing that can help if you're struggling, like help other people. So then that's going to help you, if that, if that makes sense. Do you think when, when you are having those low times, do you think it's you are internalizing too much and obviously listen to your own voice? Oh, definitely. It's when that, that inner critic takes over. And you, you, you're trying all the tools and techniques that you teach people and that inner critic's just oh, in the back of your mind, back of your head, and you, you want to say sorry or you want to change your attitude or change your mood, but that voice, that inner critic, the monkey mind, ego, whatever you want to call it, it's just there in the back of your mind giving you shit. And it's definitely that internal, that internal voice. And, you know, once you have a few tools that can help break that thought pattern, or, you you know, you've just got something you can text and you speak to, you can just change it out. So it's all about breaking that thought pattern or pattern interrupt in, 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 your, in, your, in your mind. And it's easy to do when you're in a good state and everything's going day to day. And it's, it's so easy, right? Like when life is good and everything's flowing, but when life's not like quite a hundred percent, or like you're having a bad day, it's it's hard to do that. And sometimes you forget your own tools that helps you change your mindset, change your thoughts, or break or break that thought pattern. And what might worked like two years ago, you know, I used to do a lot of meditating like a couple of years ago. Not necessarily working now, so I'm like, I'll just go back to like meditating like every single day like I used to. And it's like, well, it's not working. It's not having the same effect. Like, what else do I need to do? I need to go down another avenue or find another tool or maybe read some other books that are going to help me with this. So it's all about finding what's working for you at that time. It's what worked six months ago, might not work now. And that's definitely been my experience. And I think the exercise uh, thing of being a bit of a fitness nut job freak, even though it was my identity, that, that's for years and years and years and years, that's kept my mental health intact. It's, it's, it's kept me sane and it's, it's kept me on track, but, because of my lifestyle now, I've got to look at different ways of controlling my, my mental health, my moods, my tempers and stuff. So on, on, on that, that, that point specifically then, in, in terms of keeping your state of, and I'm going to call balance because ultimately yeah, that's a good this, this, mo- this mood um, uh, spectrum that we're talking about, I think all, everybody aspires or esteems to be always happy. And obviously... I use myself because it's easier to, to make the example. When you have that tendency to kind of drift over to be it, you know, sadness, frustration, anger, um, and all the negative emotions that we associate that we don't want to be in, it's like, this is bad. I don't want to be over here. I want to be over where it's nice. Uh, the sun shining out my ass. It's like this. I, I don't have to do anything to do it. And, and, and be it most times, you 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 won't depend on depend on the individual but you won't have the the negative self-talk you you will be content whereas you have that tendency to kind of go over here and then you've got like you said that 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 monkey at the, at the back of your subconscious oh you you you're not you're not good at this you're not good at that blah, 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 blah. and and obviously we'd be in I'll use it because you can probably bash this out of the park. Imprisoned in 
in your own household and be it like you mentioned at the very beginning, that is a luxury versus what you t- talked about being in, in, in um, Afghanistan, uh, being under fire. This is a lux. This is, this is not a cage. It's not a prison. Um, and I think if people can get out of that mindset, this is not a bad place to be. You've got, like you said, a roof over your head, you've got running water, you've got television, you've got internet, you've got Netflix. And depending on uh, your priorities, because I'm not going to say money is an issue because it doesn't, I don't like, I don't think that's a, a perspective because depending on the importance of it, you, you will deem things to whether or not that's a necessity or not. And money is not an issue. But in terms of that, you're not imprisoned yet. Yes, we can't go out and socialize with family if they're not in the same household, friends, colleagues, teammates. But if we go back to the root, root, root thing that we talked about gratitude, I think you were content being alive every day, waking up in, in a war zone. Okay, you probably possibly don't want to be, you don't want to possibly be there. But you are thankful to I am still here. And I think you can't get any uh, more humbling with this current situation. Yeah, definitely. Um, definitely relate to that. Yeah, you wake up every day thankful you're still alive. But you had one thing to think about out there is staying alive. Or I've got a job to do today, just go on patrol. Like, your mind is just focused on that one thing. and like I said, we've got like it's this double-edged weapon. All this technology and stuff like that. So you've got too much that we can focus on, too many distractions, or and it goes back to like I said, just focus on changing that one thing at a time. Make that your focus for your day. And going back to where you said about the negative side and the positive side, and people don't want to spend their life here, like, but they avoid it so much they just put classes on it, classes on it, classes on it, and they, they don't get to the deep root of it, and they. They fall into that happiness trap of like, oh, I need to think positive all the time. I need to be happy all the time. I need to do things. That's why I've got to go to the gym and I've got to do this and da, 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 instead of just slowing down. And, you know, as, as coaches, you know, if somebody come to me tomorrow, I can give them a few things that's going to make them feel really good and really happy. Like by the end of the day, like go and do this, 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 yeah, you feel good. But they haven't dealt with this dark side. They haven't looked into it. They haven't dealt it. They've just gone service level deep. So if you get to the root cause of that, and instead of just trying to avoid it, you can go, okay, why am I thinking like this? What's caused it? Is it something from my childhood? Is it something from I did a few years ago? Is it what relationships? You know, why do these insecurities come in? Why do these not negative thoughts, but like, why do I get these thoughts? And, and question yourself, like, where are they coming from? And then, you know, focus on, on, on solving that instead of just uh, another quick fix. I think, I think, and, and, it's, and I'll add to that as well, because I think ultimately, instead of looking at it as good or bad in terms of thoughts, feelings, ultimately, you want your feelings, you want your emotions, you're a human being. No, none of us are any, you and, you and I are both the same, uh, in terms of our, um, biological makeup. Okay. The color of the skin will be the, one of the differentiating factors, but, Beyond that, if we go surface, um, 
subsurface level and 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 in, in terms of like cell cellular level, you and I are no different. Okay, DNA DNA would be the makeup of it would be different because that's what makes it us u- unique individuals. But the sequence is still the same. It's just how it's made up of it. And I think if people can look at it from not good or bad, but something to learn from and a skill set to be able to be hacked into and actually grow from, because ultimately win lose if we come back to the sporting analogy lose you, you learn more should i say from losing not winning it's like you say with the band-aid you win you gloss over where you make mistakes you lose you go and you go and reflect analyze and critically look completely where did we go wrong or where did i go wrong and do something about it. And I think it's the same, it's the same with the physical, the diet and the mindset. There's no greater time to, I'm not going to say experiment, but be able to improve that knowledge. The fitness, the fitness one is probably the easy one to test around because you've got the resources at your fingertips, be it YouTube, Facebook, uh, and although it's probably some platform I'm not thinking about, Zoom, and people are starting to think outside of the box in terms of, well, the gym is no longer PT. How can you and I as coaches shift to make that a, I'll call it an upsell, to, to be a prospect or a client? And the client wins because it's like go, you go from an online p- uh, platform that you don't have the personal touch with you or I or the p- f- fitness professional to now, well, it kills one hour of my day as well. And you're able to have that, 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 that actual personal connection that you would have in the gym. And, 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 and okay, from a financial perspective, at a fraction of the cost, but you're you're serving each other. It's like you're getting that uh, connection through being able to see another individual face to face, vis a vis virtual. But it's as good as you're going to get. And the client gets to be able to have their form checked out. Is it good or good or could it be improved? I'll touch, touch on the positive and not look at the bad. And they can ask questions. What what could I do as an alteration, amendment, or what's the other word for it? I use those two just for argument's sake in real time. And then do that. Okay, I can't. Do that. You, you you seem to be struggling with X. Let's try this instead. And you do it instantly. So I think from a industry perspective, it's a massive curveball for for if we ever do go back to what was before, because the gyms have, uh, and people, be it ourselves, uh, gym members, and people that are enthusiasts that have come on board because it's an outlet, will kind of look at it, well, do I really need the gym now? Mm. So obviously, some people will go back because 
uh, it gives you a little bit more scope training wise if you haven't got all the equipment in, in your household or, or you have a, a garage that's been converted to, as a gym. Some of those people might not go back, but some might not. So I think it gives people scope as to kind of think outside the box. It's like, where can I cut costs in the future? Can this gym membership that's been frozen go completely? And be and and what are the priorities from a fitness perspective that you talk about? It doesn't have to be technically gym exercise or home workouts. It's what's actually come back to fulfill you on that specific day. Yeah, and a good question to ask: What did you enjoy doing as a kid? What have you enjoyed doing as a kid? To go back and do it. My clients got horse riding. I'd go back and sat horse riding. I used to love dancing. Dance every morning and play your favorite tracks for 10 minutes. I think it gives you that time to kind of really reflect. It's like, well, what are, what are my priorities? What, are, what, are, what, are I, what was I concentrating at 100 miles an hour on? What was I missing out on? And I think some probably, I still probably sat on the couch now. Okay, it works for them, but you talking about it could be three months, could be six months. It could be we don't we don't know. And I think if you do look at the positive, in terms of maximizing every day that you've been that you, you okay, I'll look at the positive that you're going to be given, and maximize that day to 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 accomplish something different every day, be it with your kids, your spouse, yourself. From that basis. And not necessarily looking at learning as listening to a podcast. It doesn't have to be this one. If you happen to be listening to that, it's a bonus. Um, but looking at different outlets as learning, it doesn't have to be a book. It doesn't have to be educational. It's where can I imp- where where is going to be me be a better person than I was yesterday for what whatever that looks like. If you can kind of be happy about that. And it could uh, be just you know, being a better husband, better dad, better mum, better auntie, wife, friend, neighbour. Not necessarily you, okay, what do I need to go and learn today? Like, you know, reach out, create that connection. So my penultimate question then to you then, Dewey. So what would you have, or your, rec- your we'll call it a top five, what would your top five recommendations be if you haven't already started a change and you can use the two columns because it's slightly different the answers and then what would you do for the people that have obviously implemented a change already or maintaining what they were already doing before okay so if you're you're at home and you've been sitting on the sofa for the last few weeks and you're like okay i'm eating too much i'm not working out i'm getting lazy and, and you you want to do you know you're happy with that fine keep doing it but if you're not happy and you're ready to change and want to do something is number one, like I said before, just get into a routine, wake up at the same time every day, every morning. If you're struggling to get motivated, it's, it's reach out to somebody, like reach out to a coach. Like if you drop a coach a message, you're not all going to try and like get it, jump on their program straight or whatever. They'll, like I'm happy just to point people in the right direction, you know, just giving that one or two pointers. They, they might go and change. I've had people that have messaged me before in the past. They, I've just 
give them some pointers. They come back to us later. Remember that conversation I had? Well, I've done X, Y, Z since then. I've lost this much. So don't seek help. You know, it doesn't have to be a coach. It might be a friend. They'll give you a kick at the bum. They might be feeling the same way. And then you've got that accountability then with a friend. You know, you can text a friend. Did you work out today? Yeah, I worked out today. Did you just smash your water today? So get some accountability. You know, I've got that with my, my friend when I'm having a bad day. Um, and we pretty much text each other every day. How are you feeling today? Yeah, good. Awesome day. Oh, a rubbish day. You know, feeling like this. Um, and then the, the, the fourth thing is, is just focus on, on your nutrition. You know, if you're eating good, you're going to feel good. If you're eating rubbish, you're going to feel like rubbish. But again, just, just change one or two things with your, your nutrition. Um, and then the fifth one, what can the fifth one be? I'll, I'll come back to the fifth one. All right. So that's for um, people that are, are staying. I, I just sat on the sofa, had enough, enough, want to do something. So like I said, get into a routine. Um, I've forgotten now. My mind's just gone totally blank. Get into a routine. Uh, reach out for help. Okay. Keep accountable with somebody and, and, and change your nutrition. People that have, um, so the second one was people that have already started doing something. Yeah. It's just keep doing what you're doing and, and look for areas that you can that you can improve on. So if you if you started working out and you're doing 15 minutes a day, then, then whack up to 20 minutes a day. If you've changed your nutrition and you're eating healthy, like why else could you could you improve that? Could you add some supplements in? Could you eat more greens? Could you eat more organic? Could you grow your own vegetables? Um, so just look at ways you can improve different areas of your life. And the, the good thing I get to do with my clients about halfway through the program is something called like the Wheel of Life. If you, if you Google it on, on, on Google, just type in the wheel of life. It's like a wheel. It's different areas of your life. And you sort of score yourself out of 10 on each area. And you can see where you need to improve in different areas of your life, your relationships, your health, your finances, your, 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 your career. And then that can give you an opportunity to, okay, so this part of my life sweet. This is good. This is okay. Okay, this is the area of my life here. Maybe it's relationships I need to go and work on. You can go and read some books and, on relationships or watch some YouTube videos. And the most important thing then is to implement it. And my final question to you on that note then, Dewey, if you had to summarize what we've been speaking about today into one sentence for people to take away, what would that be? This is a saying I say all the time, right? If you watch my videos, you say it, but consistency beats intensity every single time. So instead of going all out on the workouts, all out on like self-help, all out on, on your nutrition, just be consistent. So change one or two things at a time. Consistency beats intensity every single time. So once again, Dewey, thanks for coming on the Mindset Athlete Podcast. Thank you. If you like this episode, please do share it with your friends and do let Dewey and I know what you thought of the episode by tagging me over on Instagram at James O. Roberts 11. And again, you can do the same on Twitter and Facebook. And in addition, if you had any follow-up questions, don't hesitate to shoot them over as well. And finally, don't forget to check out Dewey on Facebook. The link will be in the description. And last but not least, and not forgetting, don't forget to check out my free content at fitampt.co.uk and click on the tab Resources. But not forgetting, I've also started a new Facebook group, especially for the podcast, which you can find by typing in The Mindset Athlete on Facebook. And one, especially for the amputees listening to this show, I've recently created a Facebook group called The Amputee Coach, 
fitness and nutrition for amputees to help you lose 10 plus pounds. So make sure to check those links out. They will be in the description. You can find all the show notes at mindsetgame.lipson.com under the category general. So once again, thanks for listening and I'll catch you next week for another episode of the Mindset Athlete Podcast.